The following show contains adult content. It's not our intent to offend anyone, but we want to inform you that if you are a child under the age of 18 or get offended easily, this next show may not be for you. The content, opinions, and subject matter of these shows are solely the choice of your show hosts and their guests, and not those of the Entertainment Network or any affiliated stations. Any comments or inquiries should be directed to those show hosts. Thank you for listening. Hello and welcome to the Jimmy Star Show, bringing you the best in music, fashion, pop culture, and entertainment. Yay! And we got some cool new music starting that's not supposed to be starting. Yay! There it is. I like that. I like it too. So everybody, what's up? We got a great show for you today. Before we get started, let me introduce everybody starting off with our cool, outrageous man about town, Mr. Ron Russell. How do you do, my dear? There you go. <laughs> Listen, Jimmy, I don't see you. Uh, Chad, why aren't are I you seeing you guys in the studio? Can you see yourself on I can, ITV? I can see myself on ITV. So, Oh, because you're not plugged into ITV. You don't have ITV logged in. So, I, I, so you can't what? see me. All you're what, what seeing I, is what you see from Skype, but you can't see me because you're not plugged into ITV because we usually watch that on the computer that I brought with me down here. Uh-oh. Oh, so I can't see you. I'm not going to see my fabulous... Well, well unless you log on to... Uh, no, no, he will mess that one up. He will mess that one up. Okay. Yeah. You look I'm, fantastic, though, by the way. I'll have to tell you, you look fantastic, and so do I. We look great, and we uh, want to keep... I don't know. I, I can't see you. Probably look like hell, and you're lying. How do I know I can't see you? <laughs> I mean, give me a break. It's very lonely here. I feel like a widower. <laughs> no, I do. I'm sitting here all by myself in this big studio with bright lights on me, and I think I'm... Getting <laughs> good evening, everyone. Welcome to the Ron Russell Show. Jimmy Star has died, and now I've taken over his ugly old watch show. Out, I'm going to make it a fabulous new show, bringing you new dancing girls and boys, and all sorts of perverted stuff like Jimmy used to do. Hey, well, what, wait, 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 because everybody might not know what's going on, so we're going to like explain it. But first, before we explain it, we got to introduce the man behind the boards, Mr. Chad Murphy. What up? What up? What up? What up? Jimmy Star, there Ron Russell. So everybody, how, how do you do, my friend? I'm doing good. Hey, so what's going on, everybody, is that uh, my father is, is, has been ill, and I'm down in Florida taking care of him, and so I'm actually in the W4CY studios with Chad, while He's Ron back. is at our studio in Pennsylvania. So we're not actually together. I can see him. He can't see me. He looks gorgeous. And, oh, I uh, wonder what you look like. You probably look horrible, out drinking all night long, running around oh, with twenty-one yeah, right. year old boys, acting like an idiot. I could just imagine what you're doing behind my back. Oh, yeah. You know what they say when the cat's away, the rats will play. Yeah. So what have you been doing? <laughs> mm-hmm. So now, how how much of a rat have you been, Jimmy Star? I haven't been a rat at all. I'm actually like not really like I would never want to be a home health care nurse. Actually, it's very it's a lot more work than people think. So uh, if you have a relative and you're taking care of them, props to you because it's a very very difficult job. 
I did. When Salty George was dying from pancreatic cancer, I cared for him for two and a half years. And I know what that's all about, but I did it with love in my heart, and it didn't bother me at all. And if I had to do it over again, I sure would do it again. Me too. He was an, he was an exceptionally wonderful man, as wonderful as you are, Jimmy. There you go. Thanks, honey. And that's not, that's not a backdoor compliment. <laughs> I, wouldn't be, I wouldn't be with you if you were anything less than Sal. I made that mistake, and the guy after Sal was less than Sal, and it didn't work. When you're spoiled by the best... There you go. That's so sweet. Love you, honey. So well, you guys, I, I want to see what you look like. I forgot. What, what if you? Re- what if you got ugly in three days? I didn't get ugly. He's in okay, four Ron. Days. Yeah, I look great. Trust yeah. me, he's okay. Well, we want to give I, a shout I, out. You know too, what, though. Jimmy? I'd even love you ugly. I wouldn't care. What, what shirt do you have on? A Jimmy Star shirt? Yeah, I have a Star Wars shirt on. Oh, I was going to wear Star Wars. And you guys can go to JimmyStarBrand.com on eBay to check it all out. We want to give a shout out to everybody in the chat room. What's up, everybody in the chat room? Lots of people in the chat room. We got a great show for you today. Second half of the show, we're going to have superstars Cat and Nine Tails coming on. In uh, the first part of the show, we're going to have one of Ron's friends, Gita Hall. Uh Tell, fabulous, tell us a little bit about her. This woman who's lived 20 lives, who has seen, done, wait till you hear this show, folks. I'm bragging about it all week long. She has stories to tell. She's writing a book. I cannot wait to read the book. I will absolutely absorb the letters off the paper. So stay tuned, kids, for when Madame Hall comes on. We're going to be calling her in a few minutes. Um, we just want to like kind of like check in with everybody. We hope everybody's having a good, good time. Uh, we want to give a shout-out. We also want to uh, make sure everybody's tuning in to True Ghost Stories, Monday nights at 10 p.m. on W4CY.com, hosted by Rebel Medler, Deirdre Serego, and Sherry Emily. And uh, that's Ron's daughters on that show. It's a great show. We like love it. And oh, see, I totally saw you like raising your your thumb like that. That was cool. Well, wait, 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 wait I raise the other finger <laughs> if you say something wrong. <laughs> now, Jimmy, listen to this. Get ready to move. I okay. think we're packing. Deirdre and I were out doing some chores, and we passed this 17th century. Seven bedroom, 5,000 square foot mansion with a barn connected to it and a guest house in the back. So we called the agent, the realtor, to see how much it was because Deirdre and I were looking through the windows. We fell madly in love with it. It's breathtaking. The living room has two fireplaces. I mean, it's like something from George Washington. And it belongs to the town because the people that live there, I forgot what they were called, whatever their name was, they, when they croaked, they gave it to the town. It can never be sold, but it could be rented. The rent is $3,400 a month. I thought, that's a lot of money. You know, but on today's scale, it's really not for a 5,000 square foot room house. And I thought we could rent this one out and rent that one. And then I thought of the move. At, we have enough furniture to fill the 5,000 square foot house. But you know, if it's, it's got spooky. a place in the back, we could actually like rent that out. Well, it is rented. But you know what? When Deirdre and I were sneaking around the back kitchen, there was a snake down in the well, in the in this, the, the window well. And I saw this black snake. What are they, poisonous black snakes? I don't know what the kind of snake. I never saw anything like it. It was like a little skinny little thing with big eyes. It wasn't anyway, mine. We don't really want a house with, with we don't want a house with Because mine doesn't Jimmy, have big eyes, it only has one. If you see this house, you will drop dead. The outside is and it's not magnificent. Skinny. It's it's a white house, it's got stones all over, stone walls, arches. It was built in seventeen I think she said seventeen sixty nine. And the and the family the Kirby family, that's what they are, Kirby. They own this house. I think that's awesome. Well it was just a twenty minute fantasy. Then Jira and I looked at each other and I said, No, let's go home. Okay, because it's ridiculous. You know, there's no air conditioning. You'd faint. Oh no, and I couldn't to, handle And that. to heat that that house, it cost a fortune. And for what? The two people, we need seven bedrooms. I don't need to show off. So you know, it's okay. If I if I lived my old lifestyle where I had movie stars coming to my home, I would have bought it. 
We were going to have that going on too. So no, I just have. Well, we got to have well, air conditioning. No, I, I just have Entenmann's crumb cake friends come to my house now, yeah. and we have coffee in the kitchen with Entenmann's crumb cakes, and I'm as happy as a pig in manure. There you go. Oh, look at that! And he used a good word there, Chad. How'd you like that? You, I'm not as common as you think. Did you know what Deirdre told me? Those people in Pennsylvania that look like they crawled out from under a rock uh-huh. are those hillbilly types. They're called Pensacuckians. Pensacucky. Because they like come from Kentucky. Now, if anybody out there is listening from Kentucky, I hope there's no offense, but that's what they call these hillbillies that we live My with. dad's from Kentucky. <laughs> Who your father? Oh, well, he's definitely a Pensacucky. No. No, your father's sweet. My dad's well. awesome. And I want to just say to everybody, too, thanks for all the well wishes on Facebook and Twitter. He's definitely uh, he, he's on the upswing. He's getting better. And it was yes, a close yes, call yes. for a while, but I'm very happy. And thanks for all the love and support from everybody that I've been getting everywhere. It's been really, really great. And Bradley is sending me up like 12 bottles of his honey, honey, Bradley's backyard honey, which he gets from his own bees on his big old honey farm. So I'm looking forward to that because Bradley was very sweet. And he said to Jimmy, I want to give Ron a gift of something for letting you come, like letting him like I own him. Right. And I said, Jimmy, I don't want anything. Don't be ridiculous. And I said, I would like honey, but I never thought I'd get a case of it. Yeah, it's going to be terrific. It's delicious honey, guy. By the way, I mean it's Chad. You should have some. It's grown right in up up in Lakahatchee. Lakahatchee, the girl. Lakahatchee. That's what the bees. Well, they don't are. grow it, but they yeah, the bees like well, pollinate you know, there the and do it. They do that's it with the bees. Cool. Like I know, I buy it in the supermarket. Four ninety nine. It's just like the meat. Like well, when he goes to the supermarket, he doesn't know that the meat that was actually real people. Real. real no, animals. it's not. The store makes that. <laughs> that's right. The chickens are fake. It's imaginary. It's no. like real people, like in in Meals on Wheels. <laughs> I know that's going to be a fun movie to make us. I manufacture dead corpses from our nursing home for the people that like to eat human flesh. So it's a sicky old movie, and I'm doing it in drag as a crazy Jewish woman that owns this place. Like it's going to be a better movie than Baby Jane or any of the other wacko films. I'm looking forward to shooting that. Hey, Fred, if you're listening, write the goddamn thing. I'm ready. Hey, watch the language. We wind up Croker next week, and I have nothing to do for a couple of months until we do. in London. So here's what we're going to do. Um, what we're going to do is we're going to get ready to call our first guest, Gita Hall. Ron, let me introduce her to everybody, and then I'll let you take it away. We're going to do something a little bit different today. Ron's going to lead the interview with Gita Hall, and I'm going to lead the interview with Cat and Nine Tails. So it should be a lot of fun. You guys are going to love it. This is like a classic old Hollywood legend. She's like one of the silver foxes of Hollywood, and mm-hmm. uh, it, it's going to be super cool. So we're going to call her now. Let's see what we can do. Am I going to see her? Uh, no, because she's not Skyping. She's going to be on a cell phone. Oh, okay. Hello? Hello, Gita. Welcome to the Jimmy Star Show. Hi, hi there. Can you hear me okay? Yes, I, I'm trying to see if I should go out on my terrace. Hang on a second. Okay. You're live, so we're going to like, uh, I'm going to talk to you as you're going out onto the terrace. We want to welcome you to the show, and I want to introduce everybody to you. Um, starting off with our cool, outrageous I think, man. I think she's breathing into the phone. <laughs> I'm, he- I'm hearing all the static. That might be the wind if she's outside. Gita, are you there? I'm here. Okay, so we're going to introduce you to everybody, starting off with our cool, outrageous man about town, Ron Russell. Hello, my honey buns. How are you, darling? I am fine. 
Good to talk to you again. We've got so much to talk about today. I wanted to do my introduction, but Jimmy beat me to it. But I just want to tell everybody out there, there are people that are in our industry that become celebrity. And my pal, Miss Hall, is a celebrity. She's been everywhere. She's met everyone. She's done a million things that everybody wished they could do. And I hope today she's going to tell us about a lot of them. So, Gita, All my right, dear. I will do my best. Oh, honey, we, we were on the phone for, what, three hours a couple of months ago? And we didn't stop. The two of us know. We know every, half of Hollywood. So, let's go. Starting <laughs> with you were uh, Miss Sweden. No, actually, I was uh, first runner-up. Oh, no, that's close. That's Stock- close. <laughs> I was Miss Stockholm. See, I get everything wrong. You'll have to get used to that. Because I don't do bios on people. I like to ask them fresh questions and not be like, you know, bioed. And then you came to Hollywood and you became Pierre Balmain's top number one model. Tell us about that. Well, actually, I went to New York. First, I was in Paris, actually, and um, met uh, a, uh, an American model there. Um, can you hear me? Oh, yes, wh- quite well. Okay. Uh, her name is Elaine Ward, and she's now a very famous uh, artist, painter. Anyway, we met, and she said to me, I was working for Pierre Balmain, uh, you know, the great couturier. And, uh, well, I should say that I, I, I did his show once a day. Uh, and he called me his bebe, because I was only 18. And... Uh, Anyway, I worked for all of the top magazines, you know, L'Art de la Mode, uh, uh, French Vogue, etc., etc. And my friend Elaine said, you have to go to New York. You'll make a fortune if you come to New York. And I said, how do you know? And she said, because uh, there aren't any Swedish models in New York at this time. Uh, Lisa Fonsagrieve, who was married to Irving Penn, had retired. Actually, she's the reason I uh, worked for Irving Penn, because she's introduced me to him. Yeah, nobody knows who he is. You have to tell us who he is. Uh, Irving Penn uh, is probably, and Richard Avedon, the two most photo- most famous photographers ever. And uh, he's a legend. As a matter of fact, one of his uh, uh, photographs that was signed it went for a hundred thousand uh, dollars. I only wish that the ones he took of me, I had his sign- signature on, but I don't. <laughs> mm-hmm. So okay, so now you're modeling. You're all over the place. You're on every Vogue cover in America, and you're Pierre's top number one model. How'd you get to Hollywood and begin films? Well, what happened was that I did a series of uh, ads for Richard Avedon for wow. uh, Revlon, for Revlon, and. Uh, I guess uh, it appealed to some people, and uh, and uh, the next thing I knew, I uh, well, actually, I had once before been approached to to uh, to have a uh, uh, you know a contract, studio contract with Warner Brothers, but I decided no because uh, I didn't want to just be a contract player um, because. Uh, it just wasn't for me, so I turned that down and uh, went back to New York and and worked. And then the next thing I knew, I was up for uh, I I was contacted by uh, 
by uh, somebody by the name of uh, Green, uh, Clarence Green, who was doing a, a remake of The Have and Have Not. And, uh, That's the Bogey and Bacall film. Yeah, exactly. And uh, they were doing a remake. And of course, it was a Hemingway uh, story. Mm-hmm. And uh, and uh, I don't even think I read for it. He just looked at me and he said, I found you. Wow. <laughs> now, you knew Hemingway, didn't you? I'm sorry? Did you know Hemingway? No, I didn't. Oh, I thought but, you said uh, that one. Yeah. So tell me, let's get to the real good stuff. So when did you meet Errol Flynn and the love affair started? And in Paris. When you I met him in, oh, 18. I thought you met him in, I thought you met him in Hollywood. Tell us how no, you met no, Errol. No, I met him in Paris. And, uh, and uh, we actually, when I was a kid, I saw Robin Hood and I was so enamored with Flynn that I said, oh, I'm going to have him. I was like nine years old at the time. <laughs> and you did. So now tell and us, what was he like when you first met him? A real wolf? A man about town? I mean, a lady well, killer? He, 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 was, he, was, uh, he was definitely a man about town. Um, it was very funny because I was modeling in Stockholm, uh, and I met uh, uh, this uh, very, very well-known um man uh, who actually was thrown out of Sweden. In those days, you couldn't have affairs with married uh, women, and he uh, he did, and uh, he became persona non grata, which is mm-hmm. unbelievable. Anyway, That, that law he, stinks, for sure. If we had well, that law uh, in America, there'd be nobody left. Everybody would be deported. Well, so what happened was that that I'm I'm standing in an uh, Pierre Balmain outfit, waiting for a girlfriend to go to um, uh, Doors of Sank and have a aperitif. And I stood there, and lo and behold, who walks by? But Flynn, and uh, he looked at me. I looked at him, and he was with some woman who. Uh, Call herself Miss uh, Princess Gika, which I know was a lie because the real Princess Gika lived in the 19th century. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> well, maybe she just had a good plastic surgeon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I doubt it. But anyway, uh, so before I, uh, and, but anyway, she she I guess uh, figured that he was looking at me, so she got very upset and. And lo and behold, this uh, uh, this uh, former diplomat from Sweden, who I I knew because he was he was the one who, who he was dating a, a a friend of mine, sister, and that's how he got thrown out of Sweden. But anyway, Filippo <laughs> uh, Benavides, his name was, and uh, he came down and he said he said, uh, oh hi, Gita. I said, hi. And he said, you know, Errol Flynn has sent me down. I I was briefly uh, blonde, very briefly. I'm actually a redhead, but uh, Pierre decided I should be blonde, and I was blonde for two weeks, and I was it, it didn't uh, look good on me. 
So anyway, he, he uh, came down and he said, well, Flynn has sent me a, uh, on a goose chase, uh, chase, <laughs> goose chase. And uh, I said, what? He said, well, he wants me to find this, uh, uh, this woman that he saw outside the doors of Sank. He said, but, you know, that's ridiculous. So he said, do you want to come? And I said, I didn't want to show how excited I was. I said, <laughs> well, you know, maybe I will. So the next thing I know, I'm going up to, uh, he was actually at uh, uh, the hotel that was next to George Sank. And uh, I'm walking up, and the door opened. Oh, he, uh, Philippe said, he's, Errol Flynn is having a party, so I'll bring you instead. And so I said, okay. And I could hardly contain my excitement. It's very exciting. But I was trying to be sophisticated, so I didn't show it. And before I knew it, we were up uh, on the uh, out from one door came Flynn. And he was wearing a, a, a bathrobe. Well, well that, that it, said it, something, didn't it? That was a little indication of what he was after. <laughs> probably but uh, at the time I, I didn't think that but he was wearing he was wearing it was I guess not a bathrobe it was a uh, maybe like a smoking jacket uh, and you know a, a, a robe it was a, a kind of robe and on the pocket was a question mark and uh. he was wearing slippers and on the slippers were a question mark <laughs> and, uh, and he said you found her well that's awesome so what was it? So the question mark meant: Will she or won't she? Uh, well, I guess I I didn't think of it that way. But uh, he said uh, to Filippo, "You found her! My goodness, you found her!" And uh, uh, he was having this cocktail party. And uh, anyway, he said, "What are you doing tonight?" I said, "You should have said I, you. I would have said you, Errol." <laughs> <laughs> I said. I said, uh, well, I uh, I have a date, and he said, well, can you change it and come to dinner with me and my friends? And I said, well, I'll have to think about it and for about two seconds. <laughs> <laughs> it is Errol Flynn, of course. Yeah, of course. And nobody uh, nobody thinks twice with Errol. And you know, so the next thing I know, we were at this restaurant. There were like twelve people at the table, and you put me next to him on one side, and Princess Gita was on the other side. The fake Princess Gita. <laughs> the, the girl, she was there. The, the 200-year-old Gita. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, in those days, I was not Gita yet. I was Birgitta. Brigitte. Or Bridget. Brigitte. Bridget or Brigitte, yeah. No, Bridget. Brigitte. Brigitte. Okay. Yeah. So anyway... Like, um, he whispered in my ear, we had dinner, and it was a very pleasant uh, uh, dinner party, and uh, he whispered in my ear, can I meet you for breakfast tomorrow? And I said, no, I don't know, I'm working. He said, well, change your plans, I've got to see you. I said, okay. Um, so uh, the next the next morning for breakfast, I, I showed up at his hotel, and... Uh, and uh, that's where our romance started. So, was he a good kisser? Ooh, that's a good was question. He a good <laughs> was he a good kisser? Mm-hmm. 
yes, I guess you can say that. But anyway, our romance started then, and then I kept flying back and forth to London because he was in London making a movie. And he kept coming back to Paris to see me, and, uh, and anyway, so that's how the romance started. Well, now, now, Jita, tell us, how long did this romance last? For how many years? Well, it went on and off for years. Many and, years. Uh, and even, until even I met my first husband, uh, who was on Broadway at the time, uh, doing K-Mutiny Court Martial, and... Uh, Anyway, but we stayed friends, and he kept calling me. He was very superstitious, and I had been known to be a, a psychic. I worked for the police in New York, and what? But that's another story. What haven't and, you done, Gita? What haven't you done? So that's a good question. I have done about. Everything. I mean, I cannot. I cannot wait to read your book. I wish you'd complete it and publish it so we could read it. We'll get back yeah, to that later. Well, We'll get to that later. Yeah. So now, Errol, you were married to Barry Sullivan, the famous actor. For those of you yeah. out there who know the 50s and 40s, 50s and 60s actors, Barry Sullivan was everybody's leading man from Joan yeah. Crawford to, I guess, everybody. And uh, Everybody. He was the yeah. leading man to all the women stars. Yeah, I mean, I have Bob to tell Stanwyck, you, everybody. I have to tell you, Gita, that I uh, before I met Ron, I had never seen any of the black and white movies, and now, like, I watch all of them all the time. And uh, sometime in like the last two weeks, we saw a movie, and and your husband was in it. I don't know what the name of the movie was. I I apologize, but it was but, a uh, western. It was one of his better films. And uh, and, and Ron he, he said did a that, lot of westerns. And yeah, Ron said good, that's no, Gita's husband. A good western with a good uh, cast. I forgot the title myself. So Ron was telling me about it. So now I love all the black and white films. I'm getting caught up and seeing them all the time. And and we were watching it, and he said that that was your that was your husband. So I thought that mm -hmm. was really cool. Now, Gita, yeah, well, tell, tell our listeners what was Hollywood like in the 1950s when you met Marilyn Monroe, Nikita Khrushchev. You've gone to cocktail parties. Every movie star in Hollywood you were friends with or knew. Jane Russell, our buddy. You love Jane. Yeah, I love. I get crazy. I get emotional. Well, Jane uh, was a close friend of my of my um, old friend Terry Moore. Sure, Terry's part and, of the crowd. Yeah, and Terry and I did a uh, reality show together. That's right. And old, uh, old anyway, school. And that's how I met uh, uh, Jane. And Jane uh, was a lovable, wonderful woman but she was a little bit crazy if i may say so no she, not crazy she, just just too much religion made her a little weird that's you know, too, what i was just gonna say yeah too much <laughs> is not good no she she uh she goes well i i don't know she never expressed that to me but all i can say is that she spent one night in my apartment and uh my uh my love that i was together with was so excited that he was sleeping in the same bed as Jane Russell. <laughs> <laughs> Not together at the Very same fun. time. But yeah, anyway, well. uh, I was going to go back to Errol because Errol and I stayed friends. As a matter of fact, he called me the day that uh, he went to uh, Canada to sell the Zaka, his boat, and uh, he called me before he left, and he used to call me all the time. And he he wouldn't sign a contract unless I unless uh, he 
consulted me and said, should I do this or shouldn't I do this? Well, needless to say, um, most of the times, I, you know, I would say yes, but uh, sometimes no, and I was usually right. Uh, anyway, he, he um, when he had gone to Cuba to do that movie, he came back. And, the, Heming uh, the Hemingway film. Yeah, and... Uh, what was it titled? I forgot now. Jeez, my mind just That was his final movie, yeah. And, uh, mm -hmm. That's right. He was, he was doing a, uh, a party for the, for, you know, for, uh, for the movie, and uh, everybody was there that was anybody, and, uh, and uh, he called me well, up and said, you come, you got to come some, to the drop party. Some, drop some names for our listeners. Well, Loyola Parsons had a hopper, you know all of the newspaper people, and uh, and uh, uh, I frankly don't remember um, all the stars that were there because uh, it was a very tricky situation. I uh, uh, Errol said you've got to come to this, and my husband Barry at the time wow. uh, said said no, no, we're not going there, and because he was jealous of Errol, you know. And uh, anyway, so... Well, can I, I interrupt I, you? Can I, why wouldn't he be jealous? You were at a cocktail party up in Malibu, and Errol walked in. He grabbed you by the waist and spun you around and announced to everybody, this is the woman I should have married, right in front of Barry. I yeah, mean, well, that was, but that was not in Malibu. That was at this party. Oh, at this party you're talking about? Well, yes. Barry, Barry must have had a fit. He, he well, he, let's put it this way: he wasn't happy. But uh, well, Al no, I mean... ran from the other side of the room and lifted me because he was very strong, and he lifted me off my feet and said, and he and he said, and I told him exactly: "You lucky bastard!" <laughs> to to uh, Barry, to Barry, you you married the only woman I wanted to marry. Wow! Wow! What an which honor! I what a thrill! Which, which, <clears throat> Think was obviously not truthful, but anyway. No, no, Gita. He could. He, had he married you, he may have stayed married to you. You're a very intelligent, interesting, magnificently beautiful woman. Gorgeous, but Chad. Chad, do we have any modeling pictures of of Gita that yeah, we can show we've, everybody? We've been, she, he's actually been putting them up as we've been going oh, along. Oh, so I, like I, I can't can see. see him. Yeah, so can you see how stunning. breathtakingly beautiful she was when Gita was in Hollywood? She had a competitor, and that was Anita Ekberg, another Swedish export. Anita Eckbird had like 44 D double D breasts, the magnificent six-foot blonde, gorgeous creature. Had you ever met Anita Eckberg? Yes, and uh, yes, as a matter of fact, that's a funny story in itself. Um, I'd love to hear it because well, I adored Anita. I loved her, her look and her work. Well, she, she came from a very uh, humble background in the south of Sweden, and she had no education whatsoever and the reason they made they, they, the publisher of, of, uh, of the magazine which you had to cut out uh, a, a coupon and mail it in uh, to vote for who was going to be in Sweden I, I, I have yet to this day uh, wondered why in the world anybody would do that <laughs> because they had to pay for the magazine which the name was Vekorazine Right, that's and what they did it for. <laughs> so did Anita win? Uh, she won. But, well, what happened was that 
um, the publisher, which was the Bonnier Empire, uh, they owned every magazine and half the newspapers of Northern Europe. And uh, they wanted somebody, because the price was to go to the This America con uh, uh, contest in in Atlantic City. And uh, I spoke fluent English, so they wanted me to win because because I spoke English. Well, it, <laughs> Anita never didn't speak uh, a word of English. I taught her the first words she ever had. And... Uh, Anyway, was she nice? Was she sweet? I think she would be. She, I, I, I can't quite say that she was sweet. She was. Um, <laughs> was she stuck up? Uh, no, she was. She was just not too smart. Let's. Put, uh, I'm being polite here. So she was ignorant uh, and crude. Yeah. <laughs> okay, no, that's it. You know, Fellini did a film called Boccaccio Seventy with Sophia Loren and, of course, Anita Ekberg. Three it was a it was a three way film, three slice film, and the part he chose for Anita Ekberg was a side of a big hill in Rome. A big billboard was up on top of the, the hill saying "Beve più latte," which in Italian mean, English means "drink more milk." Suddenly, we see Anita Ekberg in a very, very low-cut dress rolling down the hills with the camera focusing on her bosoms and then a shot of the drink more milk. It was hilariously funny. And I think that's mm -hmm. what shot her to, to stardom was the cleavage. She had like 14, 15 inches of cleavage. She had a body that was a gorgeous body with this enormous natural chest. I loved her. I thought she was stunningly beautiful and a lousy she actress. Was, she definitely was very but beautiful. A lousy but as actress. I said, the, the, the magazine publisher didn't want her to win, but they're so incredibly honest in Sweden that they had, you know, outside uh, uh, auditors that that uh, um, counted the votes, and she won, like, by... 25 votes or something. Okay, if, she, if, if she didn't have a 44 double D, I wonder if she would have won. European men, they love, as you know, backsides and boobies. So I think she won because of her cleavage. Anyway, getting off of Anita, which Hang a on lot real of guys wish they could have. Let me interrupt real quick. Uh, yes. Ryan, figure out like well, the... I, I, I'll tell you a funny story about that. Okay, wait, uh, Jimmy's, Jimmy's interrupting. Hang on. Jita, Jita, one minute. Jimmy's got to tell me something. Yeah, Go ahead, just, Jim. I, I'm just like clipping in because we have another caller in about 10 minutes, so you, we got to wrap it up in about eight minutes. Oh, oh okay. I got to get to the good stuff now. Yeah, get to the good get stuff. To the good stuff. Okay, tell us really quickly, Nikita Khrushchev, Marilyn Monroe. Uh, well, Marilyn was a very nice girl. She rented a house when she was from us, from Barry and myself, in Beverly Hills, when she was married to Arthur Miller. Um, she was kind and sweet and, and lovely and uh, did not have a lot of self-confidence, let's put it that way. And I don't think that Arthur Miller helped a lot. I mean, he was an intellectual and uh, probably... Made her feel stupid. ...was not uh, made her feel not great. But I, I wanted to just tell you one funny story very quickly. Uh, Gary Cooper was a good friend of mine. Gary and, Cooper, uh, Patricia Neal's lover. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, and uh, but he was a good friend of mine, okay? Mm -hmm. And, and uh, so he went off for the weekend. Uh, he told me he was going off with Anita Ekberg for the weekend. And I said, 
oh really and then the next uh, day he came back and uh, and I said well how I thought you were going away for the weekend he said <laughs> he said well you got to talk about something <laughs> <laughs> now listen did did Gary ever tell you that he truly loved Patricia Neal and that he really didn't marry her because of religion or do you think yes, he was just stringing absolutely. her along because I knew yeah, Patricia. No, no, no. I, he, he, he was crazy about her. And, uh, I know. And, Patricia, uh, and, I spoke but to, oh, again, his wife, you know, his wife held over his head that uh, right. he was not allowed to, right. to do uh, get a divorce because then he would not be able mm-hmm. to see his daughter. Mm-hmm. Well, I know, let me just get this little one in. I knew Patricia, and when she lived in Manhattan, in fact, she lived right down the hall from Linda Sagan, another friend of mine, Carl Sagan's wife. And uh, when I was talking to her through the door, of course, because she wasn't dressed and her door was partially opened, I could see on the coffee table, one of the end tables, a huge picture of Gary Cooper. And I was looking over her shoulder and staring at the picture to read the inscription. And she knew that I did that. And she said, oh, yes, she said, that was from Gary. And he wrote the, how much he loved me and blah, 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 blah. I said, well, you know, how long did that romance last? And she looked at me with beautiful eyes, her blue eyes, and said, last? It's still going on, Ron. And I never yeah. forgot those words. And she was supposed to do my television show. She died three months later. We couldn't, we lost the booking. Well, it, it, she, she was, a, I knew her too. And I she loved her. She was very sweet. Woman. Lovely but I, I got to tell you something about Flynn. I took his daughters to his funeral, mm-hmm. and and uh, Patricia Wymore, whom he hadn't lived with at all. I mean, uh, she she wanted too much money for the divorce, and he didn't have it. And uh, she showed up in widow's weeds. What and, is that? Uh, widow's, widow's weeds? What is that? Weeds, <laughs> widow, you know, with black... Uh, oh, oh, widow, widow, okay, good. You know, veils all yeah. over the place. Okay. And uh, uh, I brought his two daughters, and as a matter of fact, uh, Rory and I are, are still very close, his daughter Rory. And, uh, of course, I, I knew his son as well, who was fabulous and who was killed, you know, in... Uh, in uh, by the Viet Cong, and probably, anyway, he disappeared there, and uh, he was there too. But we all, you know, marveled at the fact that <laughs> Patricia Weimore had the guts to show up. Well, it's Hollywood. And, and now, what about, let's go to Nikita Khrushchev. You were there when he banged his shoe on the table and said? That was in New York, yes. I was sitting with a Kennedy contingent right behind Jack Kennedy when he made the speech. And, uh, John John and, Kennedy, we're talking about. Yes, mm-hmm. exactly. And uh, President Kennedy, I should President say. President Kennedy, exactly. And and uh, anyway, this this was the most ridiculous thing because Khrushchev had a um, a group with him of his cohorts, you know, from Russia, mm-hmm. and he uh, turned around and they're whispering and laughing, and then he takes his shoe off and bangs it on the table and says. We will bury you. It was a joke. Well, nobody took and it as a joke. America took it as a threat, and they really ran with exactly, that Exactly, but it was a joke. You got to be there to know that it was a joke. Yeah, well, that was never made public, and, you know, they that's something you don't joke about when you're a country that's 
almost at war with us. It was not good well, taste. Well, I agree, but I'm saying that particular... That's the truth, yeah. Well, I, talked, mean, I saw what happened. I was there, you know. Right. You talked about ignorant people. Khrushchev wasn't too bright either. Now, let's get no, to your... Let's get to your TV reality show with my pal Terry. You know, I haven't heard from Terry. Is she mad at me? Could you find out? I, I text messaged her and I called her. She's just acting weird. I can't imagine. I hope I didn't do anything to upset her. You know, I interviewed her on my TV show and I hope she liked what she saw when she saw the, the TV show. Anyway. You know what? I'm going to call her and find out. Yeah, call uh, her and I, say, Terry, you know, Ron really likes you a lot. And, I mean, all right, the last time I spoke to Terry Moore, Jane Russell had just died. I just got yeah. word, and I called Terry. My language was from the street. Not even a sailor could curse as well as I did. Her son, Jane Russell's son, is a terrible human being. He was rude to yeah. Terry. He was mean to Terry. He was mean to me. He wouldn't let us go to Jane's funeral. He wanted nobody. I know. He, he, he was a son of Terry a bitch. Terry and I were going to go. He didn't want anybody from Hollywood. Jane told me over and over again, my children wanted a big fat woman in the kitchen cooking. They didn't want Jane Russell for a mother, and they hated Jane Russell because she was Jane Russell, the glamorous movie star. They wanted a real boring, crappy mother. How thrilled would I have been, although I loved my mother, if Jane were my mother? Then I wouldn't have had to change my name either. Because, you know, I love Jane so much. I mean, I impersonated her. She was my dearest friend. We spent tons of time together. We traveled together. Uh, and my Beryl Davis, who I loved very much also, she's passed away. It's like the old crowd is going. I was the baby to all the, all the older senior yeah. citizens. Oh, I bet senior. you were. Yeah, but I loved them. And I, I'm Mr. Blackwell, my dearest, best friend. Did you ever know Richard? Uh, I met him. I didn't know him. He was a hell of a guy, a real Brooklyn guy with a dirty mouth, and he could get down real common. I mean, he wasn't so highfalutinly elegant as he came off. But anyway, uh, tell us more about actually. What actually, doing I'm going to cut in. I'm going to cut in because we got to like start to wrap okay. it up. I just want to do this one plug. When can we see Schoolhouse with you and Terry Moore? It was called Old School. Old School. Um, School was was spelled S K O O L. Right. Old school with Terry and Gita. Now, you know, it well never showed. It never showed in the United States, but it was sold to forty countries. So I still get fan mail from weird places like uh, Philippines and you know, okay. from all Jita, over the place. Jita, I'm going to have somebody contact you who might be able to bring it into the United States and run it for you. So you'll be hearing from somebody. We'll talk after the show. My sweet darling, Jimmy and I are going to be photo shooting a documentary that I'm writing. It's called The Way They Were in Los Angeles This Winter. Please be my guest and come on the TV show. It's going to be a documentary going all over the country so that you well, can tell. I would love to, Ron. I would that love you can to, tell man. your wonderful stories. And also, when Jimmy and I are out there, let's do lunch, but not Hollywood style. You know, New York style, we really mean it. Because I think you're incredible, and I, I've grown so fond of you from hearing your stories and your Hollywood. Uh, and you, you have so much to tell all these young jerks that don't know how wonderful Hollywood was. They think the crap of today is wonderful. It's not. You were the glamour well, girl. There aren't any real stars left. No, no, no. And the beauties of, like, your beauty and the beauties that we spoke about don't exist today. It's a shame that Hollywood has left the glamour and gone into the crude, but that's what the audiences want. Gita, my darling, I love you. Kisses to you, my sweet. Stay well. God bless you. 
and I'll see you. You too, and, El- and it's oh, so nice oh, to talk to you both, and uh, I'm so glad that you two have found happiness together. Thank tremendous, you, Gita, that's tremendous. terrific. You'll come to our wedding when we have our party out in L.A. I would love it. I okay, would absolutely sweet. love it. Great, Thank great. you so much for coming on the Jimmy Star Show. Have a great Thank weekend. Darling, we'll darling. talk to you soon. Okay, right. take care, right. and lots of love to you both. Thank you. Oh, thank you, sweetie. Bye-bye. She's awesome. You know, I've, I've met so many people out in Hollywood, celebrities and stuff, and half of them are full of crap. This lady happens to be the most genuine, sophisticated, beautiful woman. She's up in her 80s, and you got to see what she looks like. She's gorgeous. And she didn't have any face work done because they don't believe in it. European women like Sophia Loren and, and, and Gita, they don't want facelifts and stuff. Anyway, she's lovely. When her book comes out, I wish everybody would buy it. We'll have her back on. Absolutely. To talk about it. Um, she was just a delightful human being. I'm so happy I know her. There you go. So, everybody, pretty soon we're going to have Cat and Nine Tails coming on in a little while. Before that, we're going to have Shane Layton calling in. But before that, we're going to play a song for everybody to break it up and, and change things up a little bit. Um, this is Stephanie Todd. The name of the song is called Battle. It comes out on Monarchy Records Tuesday, the same day Cat and Nine Tails single comes out. It's a super, super awesome, awesome song. It's called Battle. We want everybody to check it out and enjoy it. So here you guys go, Stephanie Todd's Battle. Sometimes I'm sad, sometimes I'm glad When I'm with you, things are just not so bad It's just like a flame, it's never the same It feels like the rain, I feel like I can't explain The minute you're gone, gone. everything's wrong I feel like a ghost, rocking this brand new coat The moment you're gone, gone. and when I'm alone, alone I think you should know 
That's Battle by Stephanie Todd. Like I said, it's coming out on Monarchy Records on Tuesday, July 23rd. It's going to be awesome, and that's the same day Cat of Nine Tales is coming out, so it's freaking awesome. And, and Ron, you look great sitting there dancing around. Look, you know what? That song grows on you. You remember when you first played it for yeah, me in you the car? Like it. I wasn't too hot with it. But now that I've heard it a few times, I really like it a lot. It's a song that, that lingers in your head. Like, now I want to do... There you go. No, seriously, I like that song a lot. I'll probably love it the more I hear it. That's right. What, sweetheart? What do you want from me? What do you want, darling? Tell me what you want. We want to give a shout out to Ken Pettigrew, everybody. Ken Pettigrew in the house. And uh, if uh, you guys want some cool radio at night, 8 p.m. Pacific time, go to KenPettigrew.com for the Ken Pettigrew Show. Yes, go, go, go. We always give him a plug. I can't read the board because you took it with you to Florida. What did they say about Gita? Uh, everybody loved Gita. 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 Everybody loved Gita. What they write? Do they know who they, we were talking about? Errol Flynn, Marilyn Monroe? Uh, everybody knows. I think most everybody knows Errol Flynn and Marilyn Monroe. A lot of the people in the chat room are a little bit younger, so like I think a lot of them were learning. Uh, more but they, they knew, knew Kennedy and Khrushchev, yeah, they didn't knew, they, from history? Yeah. Uh, actually, I think so. It's all, all right. cool. And, you know, uh, it's so hard for her to speak uh, on the, on radio. I mean, in an interview one-on-one, it's much easier. And I think she was a bit nervous because when we talk normally, she goes on and on and on. But she gave a beautiful interview. She was interesting. She's delightful. She's sweet. And she has a great accent, her. sexy accent. Well, she's Swedish, darling. She's from Sweden. Yeah, I know. I like os, it. Os, os. I'll give you a Swedish accent when you come home. I'll give you a Swiss bet. There you go. I'll take it. So what we're going to have actually, now, you guys. Actually, you blew my line. You're stepping on my line. A Swiss bet. You know what that? is it's jewish for schwitz a schwitz bat which is svet we're gonna so if you're <laughs> jewish you know a schwitz <laughs> that's that's hilarious so what we're gonna do is uh we got shane layton in the chat room we're gonna have her call in uh, for a few minute shane. update and uh, when she calls in we're gonna shane we're gonna give her a little like update of what's going on and after that we got another new song for you and then after that it'll be cat and nine tails coming in so everything's and rocking and rolling cat and nine tails because you know i'm not good at handling these young kids with these new albums cat so and nine tails is the that. bomb we freaking love them that's good. We divided the show. A half an hour for me, half an hour for you. Oh, no, an hour for me, an hour for you. That's right. So now we got Shane calling in. And hello and welcome to the Jimmy Star Show. Hey, Jimmy. Hey, Ron. Hey, Chad. I never say hi yeah. to Chad. Hi, guys. Hello. Uh, who, who are you? I have no idea who you are and I have <laughs> oh, no idea it. what you do. <laughs> Tell me exactly what it is you do, my Wait sweet a second because we, have to, we have to actually like give a big, big shout out. Congratulations. <laughs> Congratulations, everybody in the chat room, everybody listening. That of light and darkness. Vampires, uh, Vampires <laughs> Revenge, right? What's it called? Vamp- I know the Vampires Reflection. Both, reflection. The vamp- yeah, the Vampires Daughter and the Vampires Reflection are both best sellers. Titles on Amazon. Yay! Congratulations. Yay. <laughs> I can't not believe I forgot the name of the movie. Not a bit shocked, not a bit surprised. It's boring, awesome. Boring, boring news, darling. Don't you have anything cool. better to tell us? Like, are you getting an Academy Award? Listen, <laughs> have I have a really cool announcement for you, and um, it's way different than anything that I said before, but I am really excited about A Light and Darkness hitting bestseller because we all work so hard, like all the fans work so hard, and I have interns that you know I work with on Facebook that post all the time, and they're all really cool, and... So they were posting. So I just want to give a shout out to them because they worked so hard to help me get it on a bestsellers list. So that's awesome. Um, but my kind of surprise announcement, which is really cool and I'm really excited about it, is that um, a film that I worked on that's been in production for like six years. Um, I know Jimmy knows about it, but it's a fantasy film called Legends of the Red Reaper. Yay! And it's, yeah. So where what? can we see it? Wait, wait, I just said yes. It? Like, oh, tell us what the announcement is. I was just saying yay because I love it. 
Oh yeah, it's, yeah I'm excited. Um, it's a fantasy film, and it's like a like a, a deep like sword and sorcery kind of fantasy film, and it's finally getting its world premiere um, in August, August 31st at the Central Florida Film Festival, and I will be attending along with Tara Cardinal as a very important person. So I'm really excited. <laughs> Actually, where is it being held? It's in Orlando, Central yeah, Florida, in Orlando. Yes. Actually, exactly. maybe we'll work out a show. You can introduce me to Tara Cardinal, and we'll bring her on the show before it comes out for its premiere so oh. we can like promote it. I know she would absolutely love that. She's, she just She's another like super hardworking redhead. Who she's incredibly gorgeous. And, she's but, gorgeous. But I have yeah. to interrupt everybody. You still didn't tell me what it is you do and who you are. I have no idea who you are and what you do. So now tell me what, who you are. And what hey, everybody, are. this is Shane Layton. <laughs> I know who you know it is, but that way everybody else knows too. She's segueing into her bragging. She can't <laughs> brag because it doesn't sound right, but if I ask her, hey, stupid, who are you? She's going to tell me. So, hey, stupid, who are you? Are you intelligent? Are you an intelligent girl? Are you beautiful? Do you have natural fire red hair? No. Are you the most gorgeous little thing I love in the door? Nope. <laughs> oh, you little phony boy. Actually, she's a I, she's a singer. She's a music writer. She's a book actress. writer. She's an actress. She's a producer. She's a director, and she's also oh, yeah. married to a lovely man, Frank. And she's a wonderful cool. wife. Thank you. I uh, people tell me like all the time, what what can't you do? Like what don't you do? And I always say, I don't do math and I don't do sports. <laughs> do you yeah. cook? And I don't dance. Do you cook dance. or does Frank cook? Who cooks? Oh. Well, <laughs> I try. I cook. I cook, actually. I cook the majority of the time. Um, you didn't ask me if I can cook well. That's another thing I really can't do. But <laughs> That's okay. How come every time, every time we're at your house, Frank's in the kitchen cooking? Yeah, well, because he knows that when there's people over, I can't serve the slop that I cook, so he has to cook. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you guys don't die. <laughs> he makes all those wonderful dishes from his native country. Oh, yeah. He, he makes delicious like uh, Czech goulash and... Um, Sushkova and just things that like I go crazy for that definitely put pounds onto my ass and everything. So it's great. <laughs> yeah, he's it's so great, strict but... about dieting. Meanwhile, I want to tell everybody out there that Frank is not only gorgeous with a beautiful thin body and he's young, but he is the sweetest, most gentle, polite gentleman. When you go to his house, Absolutely. he treats you like royalty. He's got yeah. that European manner about him. I adore Frank. He's terrific. You so did very you. well I'll when you married him. him. The yeah, I'd keep I'll him. Keep He's cool. Him. <laughs> yeah, I, you'll, I'll let you keep him because you make a wonderful couple. Let's go Thanks. back, though. Let's go back, you no, guys. No, no. I have one more thing to okay, say and I'm going thing. with the wind. Okay. How's mom? She's good. My mom's doing really good. Um, she's just kind of taking care of my grandparents and working and doing all that great stuff. But she's good. You know, she's a huge support and she's always emailing me different like opportunities for my book to get the books out there and different ideas and me always trying to pitch in and stuff like that. So she's she's rocking it. She's amazing. She's awesome. Everyone's amazing. Amazing mother. Please send a hug and a kiss to her for me. Absolutely. And I, I shall will. leave you. I shall leave you now. I'm going to go okay. get something to <laughs> drink. He's going to get something to drink and I'm going to do some promotion. So here Here's what we're going to do. So first of all, tell everybody he's coming back. Uh, what do we do? How do people find out about Legend of the Red Reaper? Is there a website for him that you know of? Yes. Yes, there is a website. Well, actually, it's not technically a website. Go to the Facebook fan page. That's what Tara told me to say to everybody. Go to the Facebook fan page. It's Legend of the Red Reaper, colon, cast, uh, what is it, fans, cast, and crew, something like that. Um, if you search Legend of the Red Reaper, you'll find it. And it's got all the information about the premiere. Again, it's in Orlando, August 31st at the Central Florida 
film festival, and it's got a prime time spot on Saturday night for the world premiere, and it's going to be filled with magic and sword fighting and demons and redheads and everything that you could ever want in a fantasy movie. So <laughs> check it out. It's going to be oh, awesome. And also, I'm really excited because she is involved. I'm not sure in, in what kind of facet, but she is involved with Uva Bowl, and a lot of people know him as like the worst best filmmaker, the best worst filmmaker. I don't I don't know how you know he's known anymore, but he was that guy a couple of years ago who challenged his film reviewers to a boxing match. Jimmy, do you remember that at yep, all? Yep, absolutely. Yeah, it was a big pop culture phenomenon, and he challenged his reviewers to a boxing match. And you know, anybody who talks smack about his movies, he tried to beat them up. But <laughs> so, so they're working together on, I think, distributing this. So that's that's pretty cool. I'm really excited. I hope I actually, get to see what, him. Actually, what movie? What movies has he done? He did something really big. I forgot what. Oh my gosh, yeah, his best movie, oh my gosh, what was it called? Everyone says that he's got this, well, something about, well, he just recently did a movie called Zombie Massacre, and that was obviously a zombie film, and that's getting some buzz now. Um, he had something about Wall Street that was really good. Hold on, I'm in front of my computer. I, I have to, I'm like TV. looking it up right now. He did, he did House of the Dead, great, great movie. He did In the Name yeah. of the King with Jason Statham, great, great movie. Oh, his, his, claim to fame and like one of his best movies that people say is, is amazing is the movie Rampage. Everybody loves Rampage. Also, Assault on Wall Street, people like, and yeah, in the name of the king. Oh, and yeah. he was a producer like. on Blood Rain, too. I watched those Blood Rain movies. He did all of them. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's a really prolific guy, really hardworking. Um, a lot of people, you know, he's, he's definitely infamous, but I think that that's interesting. I think that there's some genius in being infamous, you know, so it's, it's cool. It's, it's a different idea. It's kind of like how Sharknado is going about their whole thing right now about being, you know, the best worst film, which my friend Kathy's in. So that's all really cool. Isn't that too. funny so, though? But you know what? The best worst movie. It's like, uh, you know, th- that it made Good Morning America and that they talked about it on Good Morning America. Exactly. I mean, oh, I would, yeah. I'd take Brian that any Wilson. day. Yeah, it's incredible. It's really amazing. So I guess Uva Bowl's kind of in that category. So I don't know if he's going to come to the world premiere, but. It would be really cool. I would, I would like to meet him, and um, and yeah. Yeah, I <laughs> think excited. that's really cool, too. Yeah. We'll bring him on the show, too. He's cool. I like him. Oh, he so. would be great on your show, but you would definitely have to bleep out a lot of things, I would think. I mean, I don't know the man personally, but I would think that it would be a definitely interesting interview. Absolutely. <laughs> if you're going to be syndicated, you got to bleep some stuff out. <laughs> that's okay. So let's go to figure out um, – let's tell people – let's go back to the book. Because the book, I'm yes, so excited. Sir. The book is a bestseller. Let's tell everybody Me who's too. listening, where can you go to get uh, Of Light and Darkness, book one and book two? Absolutely. You can get Of Light and Darkness, book one and book two on Amazon um, for Kindle and also in paperback. You can also get it on barnesandnoble.com in, um, in their Nook thing or paperback. Um, I think Nook thing because I'm still like a book collector. I'm really like... I. Oh, I'm old-fashioned. I have to collect my books. They have to be paperback. I've got to smell the, the book smell, like, <laughs> you know what I mean? So so I'm not into all of this digital stuff. But it's available at basically anywhere that you can get a book in any format, digital or not. Um, so, yeah. And you can also go to ShaneLayton.com to get more updates of everything that you're doing. Yep, you can go to ShaneLayton.com. You can go to my Facebook fan page, which is Facebook.com slash fans, or my Twitter, which is just my name again, ShaneLayton. Or um, you can follow Of Light and Darkness on Facebook as well. Everything's everywhere. But if you go to my website, you'll be able to find links for everything. That's so at ShaneLayton.com, and you want to also make sure that you follow her 
musical YouTube journey as she's like singing for everybody, singing covers, and she's recording her her debut album for Spectra Records. And and how do people go to watch your videos? I know you haven't posted one in like a couple of weeks, but I'm sure you're going to be getting to it soon. Is she still there? My building's been going through this crazy thing where like people have been drilling, um, people are putting in new windows, and so it's just been kind of crazy. But so I'm going to get back to it soon. But I'm so excited about working with Spectra Records. It's been nothing but an amazing journey so far. And actually, Jimmy, I haven't even talked to you about this, but I'm working with this really talented, um, you know, co-songwriter. We're kind of partnering with each other, and he's really great. And um, so we've been bouncing back and forth some ideas about a song in the past couple of days that I really, really like. And so I'm really excited about that. And um, and also people listening out there, Jimmy and I and some people from Spectra are working on a super top secret kind of cool maybe film project. So yeah. keep your eyes open. <laughs> as soon as we can announce it, we will let you know it's going to be awesome. It's like There's a, a, a rock and roll fantasy. <laughs> Basically, yes, it's a rock and roll fantasy. That's that's a great way to put it. But it's, not, it's not a hard fantasy. It's not like, you know, swords and sorcery like like Legends of the Red Reaper. It's going to be more mm, in the realm of realism, but there's going to be some paranormal aspects to it. It's just going to be really cool. So just stay tuned to everything. Keep your eyes open on social media pages and keep talking to us and and we love it that's that's right (laughs) all right everybody so follow shane on twitter it's at shane layton check out shanelayton.com and definitely definitely if you want great reading uh go to uh amazon and get of light and darkness there's two books they're both both incredibly awesome they just hit the bestseller list (laughs) i guess the first one hit the bestseller list again right because it was a bestseller before yeah, it was a bestseller before. The first week we put it out uh, back in 2011, it hit a bestseller's list right away. Um, but this time, it, uh, it it plunged down to 3,000, and then it hit the top, I don't know, like bestsellers for, uh, what is it, Coming of Age and also Dark Fantasy. So that was really, really cool. And then you're the a superstar. You're a superstar. I love it. And now that you're rolling in money. You and, no, your hop a, you and your husband hop a plane and come down and see us. We have okay. a guest room waiting. Yeah, we're, we're working on yes. that, actually. Give us another week or two. But anyway. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I've decided, no, I've decided to blow up all the bedrooms upstairs and make them into two rooms. One gigantic master suite with a sunken tub and a big walk-in Ooh. closet and the other That's a guest awesome. room. And Jimmy oh, goes. Jimmy goes in the basement. With then my stuff. office goes to the basement. Aww. It's a finished basement. It's, it's a, a nice beautiful basement. finished basement. All right, so we're gonna have to get going. Shane, we want to thank you as always. Uh, we think you are a super duper, super duper, duper 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 talent, and yeah. uh, we love having you on the show. No, I meant to do that. Oh, okay. <laughs> and, and, you're, and you're my favorite redhead. You're thank the hottest you, redhead on the planet. Oh, I can't say that. Deirdre's a redhead. You're both Ooh, Deandra, I'm your second favorite. There She's you go. the first. She's always the first. <laughs> there okay. you go. That works. So thanks so much for um, coming on the show. Okay, and really quick, I just want to give a shout out to Tide and Nine Tails because I know they're another really hard working band on the Spectre label. They're my label mates, and I just want to say, hey guys, congratulations on your Warp tour. That's amazing, and I hope to uh, cross paths with you soon. Absolutely, maybe. So. We'll talk show, honey. We'll talk All right, and love show. to your husband. Bye. Okay, bye, Jimmy. Bye, 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 sweetheart. Freaking love. I have to. I have to thank Sherry Emily for helping me to go on to Google Chrome and doing all that nonsense. Tonight, from 11 to 12, I was supposed to be on the Neon De Rosa show for an hour out of Las Vegas, and I couldn't do it because she doesn't use Skype. She uses Google, YouTube, who the hell knows what that's all about. 
and Sherry Emily was helping me, but not on time. So I'm going to postpone the show tonight and do it at another date. But I guarantee it's going to be a fun show because um, I've done her show before. I get an hour to talk about Hollywood and all the crap that I know that goes on there, the backstage stuff, you know, the good stuff. I, like I, give- wanted, I wanted to ask uh, Jita if Errol Flynn was a good ball, but I wouldn't do that. Uh, she's That's why you just said kiss her. That's why you said kiss her. Well, that's what I said. Was he a good kisser? Because years ago, that's what it meant. When you said, is your boyfriend a good kisser? It means he schtups good. But, uh, you know, we can't do that. There you go. So I want to give a shout out to everybody. Uh, we have big, big supporters. We have, Since we always have the best musical guests in the world on the Jimmy Star Show, there's a Facebook page, and it is called uh, facebook.com slash CF and LC Promotions. And please go and like their page. They support awesome, awesome, great indie music. Um, they usually support a lot of the people on the Jimmy Star Show. We love them, and that's Carla and Ginger Irish, and uh, we think they're great. So please go and like their page. And we're going to take one more music break because I want to get all these cool songs new songs in. This is uh, this is International Nova. Came out last week. The name of the song is called Photogenic. It's on Monarchy Records. Well, like, it's available this one I on. Like. This I like Photogenic. It's available on iTunes right now. Yep. And uh, so here it goes, everybody. International Nova's Photogenic. Good song.
so sexy. <laughs> yeah, that's Photogenic by International Nova, and everybody in the chat room loves it. Just to let everybody know, it's available on iTunes digitally in every country possible. It's International Nova's Photogenic. And Ron, you look great dancing around. I took a screenshot of you dancing around uh, on, Jimmy, the, on the Jimmy, computer. Jimmy, Jimmy, is that called a rap song? Uh, well, he's a rapper, but yeah, but that's... I, uh, he's the only one I like. The rest they could shoot. He is fabulous. Yeah, he's I good. I love his song. It's got a great mood. I feel like I'm floating now. There's a little r and I, like I, I got loaded yeah, there's from a it. Lot, stoned from it. There's a lot of R&B, and everybody in the chat room was saying... I love They're saying, song. move your love body, it. Ron. Take a cold <laughs> shower, girls. Oh. Yeah. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Who is this guy that sang that song? That's International Nova. Who the we, hell are they? We had did him we as on. He's a Monarchy Records artist. He's one of my. But did we clients. ever interview them on our show? Yeah, we. Uh, no, I had him on the show before. Uh, before oh, you bring were him on back the show. on. I want to tell him how great they are. I love that song. It's like so. Like I want to listen to it before I fall asleep at night. It's so like. Ooh, yeah, it's really, really good. I really like it. Fabulous piece of. Uh, that nowadays junk. It's really great. <laughs> I love it. Love it. So we hey, also- listen. I got to know what's for lunchy today, my Chatelino. He's eating grapes. I'm eating grapes, cherries, strawberries, tomatoes, carrots. What else you got in there? Mm-hmm. Look over here. You got some raw almonds. You got some raw walnuts, teas, waters, cheese sticks. Of course, all organic. It's about 50 50 again. Or probably more raw today, actually. So you got lots of antioxidants going in. Got lots of antioxidants, fibers, nutrients, vitamins, all that crap. God, you should live to be 200. I hope so. I hope not. I hope so, too, because I'll be there to see if you do. Come push me, Ron. Hey, <laughs> hey so you know what? I probably will in high heels, too. We got to do, do a quick Dynapep commercial, everybody. Dynapep. 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 Dynapep sponsors the Jimmy Star Show. It's the world's first energy micro shot. It's the best one. It's smaller than a lipstick vial. It fits in your pocket. You can find out more by going to Dynapep.com uh, or dial 1-888-DO-DYNAPEP and follow them at Dynapep Shots on Twitter. It's great. It doesn't have any sugar, so it's great for dyna- diabetics. And Dynapep rocks and... And it's got diabetics in it. <laughs> Start Dyna- over. Do you love diabetics? Dynapep. I know. I messed that Dyna-betics. one up. Uh, here we go. Take so two. Dynapep, which is a person who eats too much in a diner. <laughs> yeah. It's got Dynapep. No it's got sugar. No oh, carbs. No crash. There you go. Dynapep.com. And, uh, and, and go through our music chat and see if you can find I'm back in there hey, real Jimmy, quick. Hey, Jimmy, is yeah. Dynapad, whatever it's called. Dynapep. Cheap- Cheaper than the other one you see in the store. Yes, it is. Because that's expensive, the CVS one. And it does the same job, right? Yep. So, everybody, oh. since, since uh, yes, it does. We get so, it free, so we don't have to, I don't know how much it costs. That's right, so we're going. So, here's what we're going to do, everybody. Cat and Nine Tails is getting ready to call in. Um, we okay. can't play their new song until they're on the air, but they got a song they did with another Monarchy Records called I'm Back. We're going to play it really quick to kind of get us all in the mood to hear Berkeley rapping. And uh, so, here we go. This is I'm Back by Night Owl and Cat and Nine Tails. <laughs> This rap night on the mic, tripe on the track. What you think about that? You trying to catch up? Nah, nigga, fall back. This slam hard as shack. I'd rather be, call it piggyback. Yeah, I smack the whack. Bougie flow, call it front neck, I'm back, bitch. What you think about that, huh? What you think about that, huh? What you think about that, huh? I'm back like disco herpes and K. 
Cadillac, Kerouac, on a road American, a back counting elephant stacks. In fact, we back to attack the track and make it crack like a fall line. The illest of all time, you're all mine. You can bet your mamas and your papas that nobody here can stop us. We on top of this populist rock in this metropolis. Back like a poltergeist, so think twice. We rolling like dice, I'm back. And I'm so precise. I'm the one to teach cats how to hold the mic. I'm poltergeist. I get you with a mic device. Ain't no half-stepping. I done told you twice. I'm hungry, dog. I eat you like a bowl of rice. This is M.O.P. Nigga, cold as ice. So pay the price. If you think night ain't nice, home with the whole pot. Just give me a slice. Yeah. Nitro. And I'm back for more. I'm at a door. An animal, a carnivore. With a picture of Biggie up on my wall. MCs be praying on my downfall. Stop. With the madness. I'm the baddest. And if you didn't know, almost is the saddest word that you ever heard. This is up Third raw raps and a rhyme in the form of a bird. Yeah, what you think about that? Is that them? No, oh, that was just the end. Okay, that's they're there. They're, they're calling you guys. They just added us on Skype, everybody. So that's I'm back. You can only hear it on the Jimmy Star Show. It's not released. Oh. It's freaking awesome. I can't wait. It's just awesome. And now we're gonna have. Here we go. Cat and Nine Tails calling in. There you go. Hello and welcome to the Jimmy Star Show. What's going on, Jimmy? How you doing, man? I am rocking and rolling on the phone. Is it just you or is the curator there too? Is here. You can hey, Jimmy. Hey! So, before we get started, let me introduce everybody. We got the cool man, outrageous man about town, Ron Russell. Oh, we lost Ron. Oh, we lost Ron? Come on, Ron. Uh-oh. Well, then, we'll go back into the cool man about the behind the boards, Mr. Chad Murphy. <laughs> what up, folks? Welcome back to the show. What's going on, Chad? How you doing, man? All's good. And uh, we want to welcome both of you guys to the show. We just played I'm Back by uh, Cat and Nine Tails and Night Owl, kind of like as a prequel to get everything going here. Since nobody's got that song, it kind of like makes it an exclusive. I like that. <laughs> Uh-oh, Skype has Uh-oh. stopped working. Uh-oh. That's not a good thing. Oh, so Ron's, Ron, they're both gone? We lost everybody. Hey, everybody, we lost everybody, so they're going to be coming <laughs> back, I'm sure, one of these days. That's what happens when you have live radio. Doesn't wow. that stink? Hmm. Maybe the, what happens if they just call in? If you guys are, oh, here comes Ron. Let's see if it works. We can just have him call, I guess. See if Ron, though. See if Ron comes in. He's calling you. Do you want me just to answer? No, just uh, we answer. Oh, we answer. You can't answer it with Skype. No. Uh oh. Well, no, I can answer on just. I can't give him video though. Okay, don't don't worry about video. Ron, you there? 
Uh-oh, shit. <laughs> oh, shoot. I just said that out loud. I'm sorry, everybody. We're working on it all. I don't know what's going on. We're going to figure it out. We going to figure it out here. Try calling Cat and Nine Tails back Let's regularly. Let's see here. Let's get Berkeley. Let's see. Call group. Let's see if this works. Uh-oh. Sorry. We got dead air. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What's up, everybody? Well, at least you're clapping in the chat room. We're very happy about that. We are working on it. Attention. The madness will be beginning. Here we go. Is it working? No. Let's try. Let's hear, oh, here, he's calling. Here's Berkeley. Hey. Hey, we got cut off. Sorry about that. I that, don't know what happened. There's something wrong with Skype. Bron got cut off, too. Like, Skype cut everybody off. I don't know why. Shop. So, welcome back! Yay! <laughs> <laughs> I think that's hilarious. And why, Chad, you try and get Ron back on, we'll keep going. Roger. So, everybody, why don't you guys give a shout-out first to everybody in the chat room? Hey, chat room people. There you go. <laughs> What's up, chat room? <laughs> How you guys doing? I think that's hilarious. Um, <laughs> I just think that's a lot of fun. So everybody's very, very excited that you're coming on the show today. Oh, Ron's calling me over here, but I, I can't do anything about that. Let's see. Um, Tell him to call us again. Um, okay, I'll have to text him. Okay, so anyway, um, I want I can put him on speakerphone. No. <laughs> so anyway, um, uh, now I totally lost my train of thought. All right, so Cat and Nine Tales is here. Cat and Nine Tales has a new single coming out. It's going to be available on all the digital download sites Tuesday, July twenty third. The name of the single is "Tiger in a Tropical Storm." Oh, what was that? Ron, are you there? Hey, Ron. I hear him yeah, messing I'm around with some. I was gone for. A while. <laughs> Actually, everybody was gone. Skype. You know what I thought happened. That guy sings so fast, I thought I had a heart attack. I couldn't dance to him. What do you do? Do not give those guys Dynapep. They will explode. Oh, oh. I want to ask this guy, how on earth do you speak so rapidly and remember the lyrics? Me, I'd be still on the first word. There you I go. Why, that's a cute one with the blonde hair. Who is he? That's Berkeley. Uh, <laughs> Who is he? No, you can see us. Yeah, I can see you. Are you married? Me? No, I'm not. Oh, do you want to marry a nice redhead that's my daughter? <laughs> I, got a, I got a girlfriend she's now. She's got a radio show, and, and she's an actress, and she's making films, and she's gorgeous. Right Her name's Deidre. She likes him young. <laughs> she's 34, I think. I don't know. Right how old. Hold on. Let's go back. Okay, actually, that's a good question, though. Okay, so here's what you missed, Ron, because Cat and Nine Tails got kicked off also. So you got kicked off. and, uh, and Why so did we get kicked off? I didn't say fuck. I know. Uh, <laughs> Scott, thanks, Scott, Ron. Thanks, Ron. Skype <laughs> kicked both of you guys off. So that's a good question, though. Berkeley. Why did they kick us off? They have some nerve. I don't know. But no, we can't see your video anymore, either. That's okay. Let's go back, though. I can, can see, you see I, me anymore? No, I'm we can see Cat and Nine Tails, though. I can see Cat and Nine Tails, but we can't <laughs> you know see you. No, it kept coming up. We have to join. A, a better unit of Skype in order to get group a showing. A better That's unit, what huh? Whatever. Let's stop. Let's okay. Let's drop oh, I that. Can't do this. I can't do this if I'm not seen. I'm I want to. Don't tell people that he's not seen and just Sorry. pretend like he is. Oh, you look great, Ron. Now. You look great. Ron, Smile. You look you great. Let's go back to Cat and Nine Tails, you guys. So, so hey, Berkeley, that was a good question. Tell us a little bit about like how it is that you can do that. Um, it's just what comes out, man. It's not planned. It's just, it's just, I have a lot to say in a very little bit of time to say it in. So a lot, nine times out of ten, it just comes out really fast. And it's just the, the guys I came up listening to did like that, like Tretch from Naughty by Nature and, and, and those guys. Like they, they just did it fast. And I've always just kind of gravitated toward that. I, you know, I try not to do it every time and I do try to vary it up. But 
But left to my own devices, I- I'm going to go fast. And that's no, just my, quest- my question is, how do you remember it that you don't trip over it? I mean, I could take years to remember those lyrics. Right. Blah, 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 blah. I think it's uh, because I write it. I think if it was someone else's, it may be more difficult. But because I write it and because it's so ingrained in my head. It's so precise. It's perfect. Yeah, it's like it's exactly extent. precisely perfect. And I think it's because I'm a drummer, too, and I've been playing drums okay, for so long, so beat. I treat it almost like a drum cadence, and I'm a, using the word the almost like a drum cadence, attacking it. You got the beat, babe. You got the beat. Right on. <laughs> so here's what we need you to do real quick, Berkeley and, Berkeley and Creator, because like, uh, uh, one of your biggest fans on the planet, which actually you have guys that are going to have so many plan- fans soon, and you've already got a ton, but you've got to give a shout-out to Audrey. Oh, yeah. Audrey, you are awesome. Hey, Audrey. <laughs> there you go, and you got to give a shout out to uh, Melissa, uh, Melissa Rudd, and Ginger Irish, and uh, and Carla, because right Carla and Letitia and Ginger, that's awesome. There you go. They they yeah. love it when they get those shout outs, and since you guys are going to be the biggest superstars ever, so so I want to <laughs> hear uh, uh, before we talk about the new album, I want to hear you just played a, a a date on the Warp Tour. Creator, tell us about it so we can hear your voice. It was fun. <laughs> oh, that's, that's big. Can you elaborate on that? Can you do it bigger? Yeah, the other one goes like a machine gun. This one goes like a dead dud. Come on, talk up. What's going on? Listen, you with the blonde hair. Do you think I'm too old to wear my hair like yours? I love your hair. No, not at all. Did you see what I look like? Are you looking at my... I pop- Actually, you're back on TV again, Ron, just so you know. Of course I am, sweetheart. What do you think? I'm going to stay in radio? Frig you. I'm not on television. I passed radio years ago. Uh, do you think I'd look good with that hair color hanging and sort of sexy? I think you should try it. I think you could pull I'm gonna, it off. I'm going to. The best they could call me is a big old faggot. That's all. <laughs> but so, it's true. It's true. I am. I am. So what do I care? What do you guys feel about gay people? You, are you anti-gay? you think we should get married or what? No, I think you should absolutely get married. Absolutely. You want to marry me? Hey, 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 hey. Easy. <laughs> I knew that would blow up Jimmy's skirt. I knew it would. <laughs> Your funeral. I'm not, wearing, I'm not wearing a skirt today. <laughs> no, well, when you get home, I have a pair of panties and a skirt. Oh, yeah, on. right. Never going to happen. All right, never going to happen. I want to go back because I want to hear it. This is a really big deal. You guys entered some kind of contest, and you got picked to be uh, on a leg of the warp tour, right? Yeah, we didn't even know we entered it. Like We, um... I enter everything that comes across the board, like enter, enter us for everything I see. And, and we entered for Warp Tour, but we were like, this is a long shot. We don't have a shot at this. So we barely promoted it. And then, and then somehow we got the call two weeks before the date saying, hey, you guys have won the Battle of the Bands and you're going to be playing Warp Tour. And so um, we went and we did it and it was awesome. And, and we got some new fans and people reacted great. And we had a really, really great time. So it proved to us that we can compete on that kind of level. So I'm looking forward to more shows like that. Actually, I think you guys are going to blow that level out of the water because what you're doing is so different and so unique. And I have to tell you, those like floral pants that you wore were oh awesome. They were awesome. Like I would wear that in a heartbeat. Everybody loved that, right? Yeah, that, but you know what? That was my biggest selling tool because like before the show, there's you know, 15,000, 20,000 people that warped and every band is going around trying to promote themselves. But the easiest thing for me was people like, yo, where the hell did you get those pants? And I'm like, I don't know, 1 o'clock, Ernie Ball stage. So, you know, he kind of brought people over to us like that. They are the ugliest things I've ever seen, but people love them. I love them. It's kind of like they're kind of like we're a cross between like a Lily Pulitzer and like Ralph Lauren. And, yeah, uh, God forbid Lily Pulitzer and Ralph Lauren. And I thought, and I thought it was freaking like awesome. I was in my white coat, so everyone told me I looked like Elton John in the glam rock mood. Yeah, it, it was just Elton dude, John like, should look as good as you. Where'd you get those bracelets? I'm jealous. Show your arms. Show us. You're like my fashion guru. I love you. <laughs> what have you got on there? They're stunning I bracelets. Know. I, I just pick stuff up at random. And it's you no don't pay for it? You just pick it up? Well, no, I pay for it. <laughs> but it's, it's never oh, look how everybody can see it, though. How cool is that? 
I like that. I like these guys. These guys are cool. I used to be like them when I was young like them. You are young like them. That's right. There you Put go. You, so I want to hear. I want to hear Creator say something. It's Creator, like uh, you got a new, a new single, a new album. Tell us, tell us, tell us a little bit about how like the recording of the new album went for you, and then we'll let Berkeley tell us too. But since he always talks a lot, and people, you know, people want to hear you. Did you see Creator before bowing into the camera? And there he is. Now face? he's coming in. We can see him. So Creator, just give us it a little something. Oh, there you what go. you did when you leaned into the camera, I just cracked up. <laughs> you, that. you know, sometimes a picture's worth more than a thousand words. <laughs> got the, he knows how to do it. There stuff. you go. All right, Creator. We, everybody can see you. This is it. We want to hear more than two words at a time. Let's hear it. Doodling, playing around with different instruments until something clicks. And as soon as it does, I get to work. There we go. So it's done. And, and so, Berkeley, explain a little bit, like, because you guys kind of like both have different roles in what you do. So, anybody who do, has never heard of you guys before, like, tell them a little bit about how it all goes. Um. Well, I mean, Creator does all the music. I mean, he's the musical genius in this thing, and uh, and you know, he brings the tracks to me musically finished, and then I just throw up all over him essentially. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> So, you know, but, 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 you know, he, he pieces these tracks together, and this was the first time that we weren't so, so sample heavy. He's a st- scene stealer. I know. That's what he does. I, I, I run my mouth, and he stands behind and makes. In, in Actually, my business, we'd have to kill him because he'd be an upstager. Right, exactly. <laughs> Actually, cool. though, I He's noticed cool that guy, when, you like guys, when you guys were on Warp Tour, you had, um, uh, you had somebody else on stage with you because there was three of you guys. Yeah, it was four of us. Four of you guys. Okay, I only saw three in the picture. Yeah, yeah. We had a guitar player, and then we had um, a female vocalist up there joining us to sing Tiger. Oh, Uh-oh. okay. Oh, so, that's hot. Yeah, it was our friend Donnie Beatles. He plays with us at a lot of shows, um, and he adds guitar and vocals to several tracks, and then he backed me up on stuff like Kaboom Box and Ultralife. And then um, Nix Roback, uh, who is uh, from Baltimore, she came down from there to sing with us on Tiger in a Tropical Storm and uh, just did a fantastic job. It was awesome. Actually, tell us a little bit. Uh, tell us a little bit about Tiger in a Tropical Storm, and then we'll play it for everybody. And then when we come back, we'll talk about the actual whole album. <laughs> and I want to know where Cat and Nine Tails came from, and who uses them. Ah, uh-huh. <laughs> um, Tiger. Um, I don't know. Kenny brought me that track, and and you know, a lot of t- like there's some tracks that we slave over, and some he just kind of pops up with out of the blue. And this was one of the ones that just came up out of nowhere. <laughs> and. Um, and so I don't know. He just brought it to me, and I was—I happened to be going, going through a breakup at the time, and um, and so I just, all of that just really bled into it, and it just—it wrote itself. It was one of those that just wrote itself. Um, and Tiger in a Tropical Storm—the name comes from my favorite painting, which is by Henri Rousseau from the 1800s, um, and it's full of pop culture references. And usually, I try to use pop culture to to explain what's really going on in my life, and so that's that's where the songs really come from. Okay. We'd like the girls to see you better. If you could move your, your laptop a little bit towards your face more like that. No, the girls are going to buy your albums. They see how cute you are. And the other one back there, the comic, he's good looking too. Grow your hair. Your hair's too short. If he had, if he had longer hair, he'd be sexier. Now he looks like, he looks like a, bowling, a bowling pin. <laughs> Actually, he's he's over there. He's over there, like showing us his Cat of Nine Tails T-shirt. Which we should, by the way, everybody who's mm-hmm. a Cat of Nine Tails fan, everybody should have a Cat of Nine Tails T-shirt. Go to catanineTails dot com. They that. update their merchandise all the time. They got the coolest, coolest graphics on their T-shirts. Uh, help help support funding albums for them and uh, and buy their merchandise and promote them all over the planet because we want them to be the biggest stars on the planet. So go to catanineTails dot com. You can pre-order Hello Maybe Everything there on our website too. 
That's right, and the album is going to be coming out October 1st. It'll be out everywhere, so it's going to be freaking awesome. Right now what we're going to do, because everybody really has been waiting to hear Tiger in a Tropical Storm. I've been bragging about it, how I've I had it. Nobody here. else gets to hear it. And uh, so everybody is really, really excited about it. So this is going to be like the world premiere of Tiger in a Tropical Storm. Why don't you guys introduce it for us? So we're going to play it for everybody, then hang on the line, and we'll talk about it when we get back. you got gorgeous teeth, too. <laughs> Thank you. It's called Tiger in a Tropical Storm. <laughs> <laughs> I send a love letter through the race of why, while the cage bursts sing like a gospel choir. Under hostile fire, we are lost vampires in a fearless town on a cemetery high, and it's hotter than Texas in July. Secondhand alibis and ex-wives Please God Give me home before the magic Cause I realize There's a man behind the curtain And I'm certain that he's working nine to five To survive and keep his dreams alive Be the family five with no car to drive When these thoughts collide and all hope is dying He can't hide He's so sick of this cheap disguise It's not what it seems Kinda like the way you wear glasses Though your eyes are fine It's a beautiful lie She was Aphrodite with a bowie knife Covering her initials in the afterlife And it's my first night in fight club So I guess I gotta fight Like a broken glass on the underpass Like a teardrop in the sea Like a fire But I'm flying without the F if I don't say I gave it all till I got nothing left.
Yeah, that's Tiger in a Tropical Storm, yeah. the world premiere. Dude, that is awesome. Ow, ow, ow. It's, uh, it's very different than, than the stuff we've been putting out previously. Yeah, right. that's, Absolutely. That's what the record really is. Which I think is super cool. And I got a really good screenshot of all you guys, of Ron and, and Kenny, a creator <laughs> and, and Berkeley, all three of you guys together, where it says live via Skype on the Jimmy Star Show, Cat of Nine Tales. Awesome. Well, it started off with a beat that I wanted to dance to. Then after a while, I got a, like, it made me very mellow. It's a beautiful little sound. The voices are good. Of course, the girls are going crazy over these fellas. Look at that teeth on that blonde. I want to knock him out of his mouth. I have to have a tooth pulled tomorrow right here. A tooth that's going to, a hole that's going to be there. Jealous? It's good for like eating carrots. But I I have to, it's going to be a week before they put a dummy in there until they could screw one in in a year. Uh, I want you. I want your teeth. Could you take a picture of your teeth? And you know, <laughs> sure. I actually knocked all these out on the jet ski when I was sixteen. Uh-huh. So they're fake? No, they're not fake. They're real. Oh, but I had to like wear a retainer, and then like all these down here are like root canals. Uh, how do you get them so white? You bleach them? No, I don't. It's just just genetic. Natural. I really yeah. could grow to hate you. <laughs> I mean, you're young, you're handsome, you have beautiful hair and beautiful teeth. Get the frig off our television. Right. <laughs> All right? Everybody. And everyone's cute, too. Every, everybody. Can't everybody in, now on, only book ugly people. So uh, <laughs> everybody in the chat room is clapping, saying congratulations. They, like, love it. Uh, yeah. I want to say it again. Everybody, you can get the single starting Tuesday, July 23rd. Go to iTunes or any digital download sites. The name of the song is called Tiger in a Tropical Storm. Um, it's super great. And. Uh, then on October 1st, again on Monarchy Records, we're releasing the whole album of Cat and Nine Tales called go. Hello, Maybe Everything. Tell us a little bit about it. Oh, Kenny? Don't point at me. Um, Kenny! No, he does two words. We need more than two <laughs> words. <laughs> he does the filler. It's um, great. It's, um, <laughs> it, it, to me, it's our best album yet, and it's our most best songwriting yet. It it's really jumps around genre-wise. I wouldn't really call it a rap record, per se. Um you know, it, it jumps between rap and kind of goth and pop and does some weird stuff. But lyrically, I'm really proud of it. Musically, we're really proud of it. Um, and Hello, Maybe Everything is the title. I've been sitting on that title for about 10 years. It's the name of a play that I wrote about 10 years ago. And I actually have it tattooed on my arm. I don't think you can see it. It says Hello, Maybe Everything right here. Oh, no. cool. No, we but I've had that for it. like probably 10 years. So, um, yeah, it's just something that's been sitting around and, and it felt like the right time to give. I was saving that title for something special. And this felt like the right time to do it, so we gave it a name, and it was Hello, Maybe Everything. Cool. And also, all you girls out there, if you join the contest and buy a million albums of his, whoever yeah. the millionth buyer is gets a date with, with the teeth. Yeah, with the teeth. <laughs> Just, Just the, the teeth. teeth. Yeah. So you have the millionth buyer, so girls run out and buy the albums and hope that you're the millionth buyer. Right. You know, that's a very good gimmick. You should do that. We should do that. That's exactly The person that buys the millionth record is told that they have a date with both of you. It's like a three-way. That's fun. Oh. <laughs> that's the thing. That's the thing of today. Everybody's into three-ways, not me. I'll right. kill Jimmy. I'd kill him if it was in a three-way. Two for ones, yeah. I right? think that's hilarious. Chad, do you believe in three-ways? I say they're fun. How the hell do you know? Your girlfriend would beat the hell out of you. Right, I don't know what I'm saying. I believe So knock it off. Lie like the rest of us. Excuse me, did I say that? It's terrible. I tell you, it's terrible. (laughs) Did I say that? Oops. That's terrible. That's so You guys are terrific. I really like you. And I've got to tell you something, a confession. I hate rap music, but I've heard three songs tonight or this afternoon that are really nice, and I'm starting to get into rap. If you don't murder people and demean women, I'm happy with it. We we, we don't approach it from that typical thing. Like We're very literary in everything that we do. I like it. It's class. We had... um, we had a guy come up to us. He was an, an older man, and he came up to us, and, and he was like, guys, I just How want to... How old was the older man? 
Uh, I don't know. Probably in his 40? 70s. Oh, 70s. Oh, yeah, there you dead. go. Okay. Older. And he came up to us and he was like, young man. And I was like, yes, sir. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and he said, I don't like your genre of music. And I was like, okay. And he said, but I like you. And I like you guys. And, and, I, <laughs> and I took that as, as being awesome because I don't think we're the typical thing. We don't. You don't get guns and violence and meeting women or money or any of that with us. You get emotion and, and literature and pop culture and, and some, money hurt. some money wouldn't hurt. <laughs> it's coming. It's coming. No, I don't like when they I'm just choking them. Ron's water. not going to make it. <laughs> now I'm going to die on radio TV. Somebody call 911. <laughs> I don't like when they say I'm going to get you, woman. I'm going to beat you because you're nothing but trash. Right. I think that's horrid. <laughs> or I have a gun and I'm going to shoot children in school. Right. Hard, hard yeah. stuff. You don't Your get stuff is fun there. and happy and, and sweet. <clears throat> so I There's think, you know, I think because I, I read an article that uh, I guess you gave an interview and I don't know who the interview was from. I just te- I, I I googled Cat of Nine Tales to see and like it was an interview about the new album and and yeah. basically you wrote in the interview like expect the unexpected that when you come out with Hello Maybe Everything, right? You know it's going to be way different than what people have heard before. I think your first single. Huh. I think oh, I'm doing it too. Everyone's choking. <laughs> I, I think that uh, I think though that I think that first single is way 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 different, you know, than anything that you've put out yeah. before. I think that having the female touch singing the like like the hook kind of stuff in there is really really cool, and I think right. uh, I think people are going to like dig it, and I think you're going to sell a lot of records. I, I, I hope do, so. Do, I hope oh, so. I'm sorry. Do you have a recording uh, label? Gosh! What? Oh, is he trying to do a setup? Oh, Oh, I don't know. What label are you? Hopefully, he's doing a setup. Monarchy Records is division of the Spectrum. Oh, Monarchy is the best label there is out there. My God, it's the greatest. Good if you weren't on Monarchy, I was going to say, get off your crappy label and get on Monarchy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, now i got to really you push your stuff, but I do it with my heart because I believe in it. I hate it when I have to say I like it and I don't. So I usually don't say anything at all. I just sit here like at this. <laughs> right. Nice clips. Actually, too, I just want to say because now your your Twitter's going to be like like uh, blowing up all over the place. But it says well, there's all kinds of cool tweets. One says Berkeley's so nice and beautiful smile. It's a secret between you and I, and of course it's not because I like repeat everything. And then it says Cat and Nine Tails, will you marry me? And then it says you guys are awesome. And then of course, like like Ron, uh, Berkeley has such a nice and beautiful smile. And then it They're says Berkeley is so. Berkeley is pretty. He's and pretty handsome. Here's the, the best one. Sexy. Here's the best one. Italian. He was like a mafioso killer. <laughs> but the, <laughs> the blonde is like the boy next door. Adorable looking. Here's, here's the next one. Here's, here's the ones that we want to hear. We want everybody everybody who listens to the show today, we want everybody to tweet. I already pre-ordered the new Cat of Nine Tales album. Just can't yeah. wait. Excited. That's what we're looking for. Pre-sales. It's coming out October 1st, and you definitely want to get this single to hold you over until then, and it's going to be available July 23rd. We're going to have a video coming out for it real soon. Um, we're actually filming this weekend, so look for a video coming out, possibly next week. We're going to try to crank this thing out and get it turned around. Okay. So there will be a video for Tiger, and then coming in the fall around the album release time, we're going to be doing a video for uh, a song called Children of the Cloud. And I want to know, mm-hmm. is Chad Limber going to ever be in a video? Chad and I have talked about him actually directing a video. Um and then uh, kind of doing a cameo in it. You know, Chad appears on one song on the record and does a voiceover on it. Hmm. Um, but uh, he and I, we've definitely talked about it. I do think it's in the cards. When the time is right, we're definitely going to do it. And I also want to say that you just got a really cool tweet from a really cool guy who's been a guest on the Jimmy Star Show. And it was from Dave Abbott. And he says, Cat and I, Berkeley, will you marry me? 
I want Berkeley first. Sorry, hey, you're taking it. Your, Jimmy and I are getting married in October. I'm starting to think about it. Now. Thank you. Congratulations. Maybe you'll sing at our wedding. Wouldn't that be fun? Jimmy, I wanted to tell you we've been thinking about your dad too, and prayers going out to him, man. Ah, uh, thank you so much. He's doing that's much sweet. better, and that's why I'm down here in Florida right now, and I'm in the studio. But definitely, I appreciate that. You guys are great. Very we really sweet do guys. appreciate it. Where are you located now? We're in Southern Virginia here at the moment. Um, you know, I don't know how long we'll be. Oh, you're, tu- you're touring now. Well, we just got off the tour, so we're back here now. I'm um, getting ready to shoot the video this weekend, and then um, then we'll see what what opens up here. I'm I'm, I'm hopeful and expectful. Expectful is that a word? I expect sure. for, for good things to come here soon. Um, you know, our show at Warp Tour really proved that we can compete on that level, and um, and so I'm looking for for really great things to come down the pike now for us. Where, where, where do you call home? Uh, we were both born here in South Boston, Virginia. I, uh, I've lived all over the country. I lived in New York for a while and in Los Angeles for a while and in D.C. for a while. Um, and I've been back here for a couple of years. We met here. Um, and then, you know, we'll see where the next stop is. But uh, The yeah. next stop is very famous because you guys got the look, you got the sound, and you got the energy. And I strongly believe that you're going to be super, not super duper stars, maybe just superstars, but that's okay. <laughs> we'll no, you it. have to be weird like Elton John and the rest of those jerks <laughs> to, to become yeah. a superstar, like that guy that can't sing that did that album that's all those beautiful love ballads rod stewart i mean he stinks oh. <laughs> he's terrible i always t- say it on this radio he stinks he's singing ballads like this i love you so where the hell did he come from <laughs> i could like do Kinnison. that and make an album right right <laughs> i think that's hilarious we want to give a shout out to dave abbott too he's in the chat room so let's yeah, give a shout out to dave abbott dave, dave is, a, is a great friend of ours and, and he's freaking awesome and we love dave absolutely well marry him he wants to marry him <laughs> <laughs> Actually, actually, there's like a Twitter war right now going on with all the other people who like say that Dave got there too late because like they get to marry you. So I got news for you. I'm <laughs> filming a movie this next weekend in Pittsburgh, and that's not far from West Virginia. And when Jimmy's sleeping, I'm getting in the car and I'm going to West Virginia. So you, you with the teeth? If I'm looking through the window, don't get shocked. You don't, with the don't teeth? Hey. It's me. <laughs> You guys are hilarious. First of all, I just want to congratulate both of you guys. I mean, for a band that has has really only been around like two years or so, you guys have really like rocked it. Um, you've created a great, great b- fan base. The music is great. Creator, you're a genius. You're like a silent genius, but we love it when we get you to talk. And uh, I, I really and do think the, that the, together you guys are, are an unstoppable duo. I think the world is going to love you. I think the world's going to buy the album. I think that we're going to be hearing about Cat and Nine Tales all over the place. And uh, okay. and I just want to congratulate that, you guys. All that Jimmy said is true. <laughs> if when you shoot your video, you wear tight pants and no underwear. Oh, shit. Right. Well, I, I do that shit. anyway. That's my normal going out gear. Oh, oh great. That's Ron's, too. like crazy. Every <laughs> queen I know is going to buy it. Now. Actually, <laughs> heard it on the show. Yeah, Berkeley, that's how I met him. He was walking around a mall. That's how I actually, like, met him. <laughs> what a package. <laughs> I had on white flip-flops, white tight dungarees and a white shirt with my white hair and a dark tan and he walked next to me and said, you're gorgeous. I said, get the F out of here, you dumb (laughs) He's telling the truth. I I went into Bed Bath & Beyond and I look out the big glass window. I said, what is that pervert doing down there? He's hanging out waiting for me to come out. (laughs) I came out, he followed me again. He wouldn't leave me alone. So finally I said to him, you know, I'm going to rip your lungs out and shove them up your butt if you wow. don't care. He did not say Stinky. that. He no just fire. looked at me. He looked at me like I was anyway, scummy. We, but. Met, we met a long time later at a party and it happened. Yeah, it was and awesome. Getting married, and I love this Jimmy Starr because he's the kindest, sweetest, nicest man I've met in a lot of time. Well, just like good. you guys. He's got a, a, a joie de vivre, a, a lovely a love of life. 
Right, right, absolutely. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm happy for you guys. Congratulations. <clears throat> yeah, well, you guys get married. My daughter, I told you, I had two of you. One of you bound to marry her. She's gorgeous. <laughs> <laughs> so we want to promote it again because we're going to run out of time. We want to take everybody. First of all, follow Cat and Nine Tales. It's actually them on Twitter. It's at Cat and Nine Tales, and you spell Cat and Nine Tales, C-A-T-A, the number nine, tales.com. And uh, uh, also check out www.catanintails.com. They've got awesome T-shirts. You can uh, pre-order Hello Maybe Everything from the, your website. Um, they're, they're changing their T-shirts and stuff all the time. they got a great site, so check it out. Uh, check out all their videos that they've done. They're super rocking. Tuesday, July 23rd, we want you to get Tiger in a Tropical Storm. You yeah. can download it on gonna, all the digital we're gonna sites. We're going you guys real soon. i got a quick uh, special guest for you. Okay. Yeah. Caller, go ahead. Nine tails, and we spell Catanine Tales, C-A-T-A, the number nine. What is that? It's Dave Abbott. Oh, I can't hear me. Oh, Dave. All right, maybe it was a bud dial on Skype. I don't know. Maybe sat on his computer. Somebody on the board is screwing up. Too many nuts and grapes. That's not to be special. Dave, are you there? I'm here. I'm here. Okay. Turn your video. Turn your radio off or something. No, No, hit stop. Hit stop. Close the web page. Close the web page. There, there we go. go. There what's up? you go. Brother, how you doing, man? Dave Evan. Hey, what's up? Hey, Dave. Well, you you want to marry him with everybody nice else. I'm looking at you side by side. <laughs> you you, you are, and the blonde yes. look good. Man, you're like a silver fox. <laughs> <laughs> you. He's talking to you. I'm a silver fox. <laughs> yes, I'm you are. Like the, the remains of a silver fox. <laughs> Hey, everybody, this is Dave Abbott. If if he's gay, I don't know what he is, but if he's gay, maybe we get a little thing going with you, Dave. (laughs) (laughs) With your team. Let me get my wife in here to to give her two cents about that. Well, maybe maybe she'll understand. Listen, if you ever got married, you could have a kid. With those teeth, you'd have a kid that's all teeth. Teeth are, I'm into teeth because they're pulling mine tomorrow, one tooth. So I'm looking at everybody's mouth and saying, how lucky you are to have beautiful teeth. Oh, thank you. Aww. Hey, hey, Dave. Oh, they're all falsies. Dave, <laughs> Jimmy, how you doing, dude? Did you like the single? I, the the I've been fortunate enough to to have been uh, given the whole album as a preview, and I have to say, it is amazing. Yeah, I knew amazing. you had it. I just wanted to hear you say it. Tell everybody on the radio how great it is. <laughs> top to bottom, top to bottom, it is outrageously good. There really, you go. Really great. That means a lot, Dave. Thank you. Yeah, it really they're, is. They're going to definitely shoot up. There's no question. I mean, shoot up to stardom, not shoot oh, up in their arms. Yeah. I got to clear that up. Ooh. They're definitely going to shoot to stardom. Absolutely. Yeah, they, are, they are uber talented. The, the, the album is, it blew me away. Really, truly blew me away. Good. That's what we like to hear. And how are you doing? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. You got I'm anything great, big I, on I the horizon? To throw my two cents in for uh, for you and for uh, Cat and Nine Tails. They are the album is just outstanding. Kenny, it's finally nice to to get to see you. Hey there. <laughs> Actually, you know what? You guys are our first. You guys are our first guest to video Skype in that we can all see everybody. It's really cool. I love it. So we're gonna I have to have it. everybody love, else do and that. I love Kenny because he does all that back stage stuff that nobody knows he's doing he's just stealing the show completely with his little motions and face he does that live too i'll be in front going crazy and i'll turn around and he'll be like tweaking his nipples behind the turntables that's right that, which is awesome and ginger irish dave wants to know if you're coming to eat pizza with her yeah <laughs> how, about, how about some pizza there you go <laughs> 
How about some pizza? I think that's like hilarious. Well, what did so. you say? He wants. She wants him to go what? Eat, Eat pizza. What? There's a there's a thing all over Twitter about pizza. <laughs> I, it it blurred so. out. I heard that this girl wants somebody to eat something. What yeah. Okay. Pizza? We'll go. Yeah. Just pizza. Hey, Let's hey, go with hey. that. Oh, okay. No, I can't hear you. Bleeped out. Well, I didn't know if it was pizza or pasta. I wasn't sure. I'm sorry. Yeah, I right. feel like I'm crashing the party now. This no, is no, no. You're okay. I, I only heard that it started with a P. I didn't. We've only we've only got one minute left anyway. So like it's not like we're cutting you off. We just want to do one last quick promo. We want to congratulate you guys on Tiger in a Tropical Storm. Do remember everybody, July 23rd, we want to thank Dave Abbott for gracing Dave, gr- gracing Dave. us with his presence and giving a call I'm in because we Dave, love Dave, Dave Abbott. Welcome wherever we are. Dave is always now, now we know what Dave looks like. And listen, Jimmy, yes. I want these guys back again. They are fun, fun, fun. Absolutely. Let's do them. I want them back totally. We're not going to do them, but we'll have them <laughs> no, come no, back. No, back yeah. <laughs> Was that a Freudian slip or what? How embarrassing. <laughs> But um, seriously, when when you do your album, yeah, we're definitely going to be you're bringing coming them back. back. And I want a big cover of you guys on the album cover. There you go. <laughs> um, so, you guys, we want to congratulate you. We want to thank you for call, uh, coming on the Jimmy Star Show, Dave. Thanks for calling in and giving Cat and Nine Tails support. We think they're awesome. Creator Berkeley, rock and roll dudes. We're going to be promoting the shit out of it. And good luck with all whole project. We we can't wait to see where it goes. Double up. Yeah. Take care, boys. Godspeed. Yeah. Buckle up for safety. All right, you guys. Bye. Peace out. I'll say goodbye to the chat room real quick. Goodbye, bye, chat room. Bye, bye, bye. All right, you guys. Thanks a lot. Hey, everybody. We want to uh, – uh, thanks, you guys. Hey, Ron. Yes, darling. I just want to make you. sure you're still there. So so uh, everybody everybody needs to get Cat and Nine Tails. They totally rock. We had a great show today with Gita Hall, Shane Layton, and Cat and Nine Tails. We want to thank all our syndicates real quick. WROM in Detroit, Planet Radio in uh, New York, California, Los Angeles, and London. Jackalope Radio in Kansas City. Monster FM Radio in New York. 76th Street Network in Omaha, Nebraska. And Bad Tomato FM in Washington, D.C. Everybody, we're going to have a great weekend. I hope you do, too. We'll see you next week. Peace. God, you almost talk as fast as the blonde. One thing is always predictable. Postage costs go up. Stamps.com gives you crazy discounts for up to 89% off USPS and UPS services, so your business will barely notice the change. Stamps.com has been indispensable for over 1 million businesses just like yours. It's like your own personal post office. No lines, no traffic, no waiting. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM.